What's up, guys? Welcome back to another edition of 101 Sports and Cards. As always, I'm Nathan Halloween with me. Sure, Trish. Hello. I'm going to start out in the NFL where the biggest news of the week, Sean Watson was suspended only six games. Of course, the NFL can uh, appeal this by tomorrow at, I believe, 9 a.m. I believe that's the deadline to appeal it because they still want him suspended for a whole year. Is this right that he was suspended only six games? Sure. No, it's not. I like Deshaun Watson. He may be innocent, but just because he still has this and he still in still has accounts against him, how do you suspend uh, Calvin Ridley a whole year for betting on his team? How do you suspend multiple guys for drug possession or doing drugs, mostly marijuana, for multiple years? But a guy who has 24 accounts of sexual assault along with other things. Only gets suspended six games. This is not a good look for the NFL. But clearly they don't care because they're just worried about money. But yet they're telling people that who cares about sexual assault? Drugs and betting on your team is worse. It is. It's a serious matter. Yeah. <laughs> so that's all I'm going to say. Dolphins lose their 2023 first and third round pick after tampering with Tom Brady and Sean Payton. Good for them. They screw up their first and third round pick anyway, like they screwed it up with Tua, although I think Tua's very good, but they could have had Justin Herbert. So, 49ers extend Debo, Seahawks extend DK Metcalf. Good for them. Uh, DK shouldn't have got the money he got because he's not that good. Uh, happy 45th birthday to Tom Brady. Can't wait till you actually retire. The Raiders and Jaguars play the Hall of Fame game tomorrow night, the first of the preseason games. Of course, preseason week one starts off next week. Uh, we will be giving our NFL predictions next Wednesday. So be prepared for that. Moving on to the association where nothing has happened besides one thing. Rest in peace to Celtic and NBA great. And just a great person overall, Bill Russell. 11-time champion, multi-time all-star, first player coach. Uh, he changed the game of basketball. And a lot of people remember him because of his stats on the court. It's what he did off the court to make the NBA how it was to change the game by getting more African-Americans into the game and his uh, how he went about social justice and everything else. Bill Russell is going to be missed. Uh, great player, great person. Uh, it was a loss for not only the Boston Celtics, but um, for the whole NBA and the whole country because Bill Russell is just a great person. Of course, received the uh, Presidential uh, Medal of Freedom, which is the highest Reward you can get as an American citizen a few years ago. So, uh, would you like to say anything for your Celtic great, Bill Russell? We'll be missed, for sure. And thank you for bringing all those championships to the Celtics, because we'll probably never get another one. I'm going to miss his, uh, while he was at all the award ceremonies, when he, you know, flipped off Charles yeah. Barkley just because. He wanted to. Yeah, and then when... They were honoring the one guys, and it was like David Robinson and Hakeem and all of them up there, and he went up there, and he counted them all out. He was like, one, two, three, four, five. Then he was like, I would have kicked all your asses. <laughs> like That's just the person Bill Russell was. So he will be deeply missed. Our condolences go out to his family. But he lived a great life. Maybe on to the MLB, where we have more sad news before we head into the trade deadline. One of the best announcers ever and the best MLB announcer ever. Vince Coley passed away at the age of 94 last night. Of course, covered the Dodgers for 67 years. Covered everybody from Jackie Robinson until a few years ago 
with Kershaw and all of them. So the amount that he, the amount of players, the amount of games that he has called was amazing. Of course, 67 years was is a record for um, one broadcaster with the same team. So, I mean, he was there in Brooklyn and then moved to L.A. when they moved to L.A. So, uh, Vince Coley, just a great person, calling, calling games. I mean, the stories that he told during the games. I mean, he made baseball fun to watch. So, rest in peace to Vince Coley, a great person. I mean, he's one of the best announcers ever. I didn't watch a lot of Dodgers games. They always came out like 11 o'clock, you know. So, I didn't really watch many. But he did do a lot of All-Star games that we watched, though. So, he will be missed. The, uh... The MLB put out a thing yesterday when he was retiring for the Dodgers and when he signed off for the last time and got a little tear in the eye. Because, I mean, that's being wanting to be a broadcaster or just a journalist in sports. Vince Scully was the definition of being a perfect journalist and broadcaster. Moving on to the trade deadline. <sighs> Another thing that brought a tear to my eye when the Nationals did this and posted especially when they posted the tribute video. Man, oh, man. Padres traded for Juan Soto and Josh Bell from the Nationals. Going to Washington is C.J. Abrams, Mackenzie Gore, Robert Hassel III, James Wood, Harleen Susana, and Luke Voigt. Of course, this was not the only move the Padres made, as they also got Josh Hader from the Brewers for Taylor Rogers, Robert Gasser, and Estieri Ruiz, and they also got Brandon Drury from the Reds. Did the Padres win the trade? Didn't yeah. Did you like these trades? Yeah, I said that the Padres needed Soto, and they got him, which is good. I did not know they were going to get Josh Hadel, which they now have a closer. I mean, that, that was probably the biggest like guy that we didn't yeah. – nobody was talking about getting traded. It was Josh Hader. Yeah. I mean, when I saw the news, I was like, holy crap. Yeah. I mean, and the, the it's weird for the Brewers because they – I mean, they still have Devin Williams. Yeah. But you had the best one-two punch. You bring Devin in in the eighth. You bring Hader in in the ninth. Most likely you're going to win these games. And the Brewers are still in the race for the playoffs. They lead the NL Central by yeah. two games over the Cardinals right now. So that, that was very surprising to me. Uh, the Yankees traded for Andrew Benatendi from the Royals, and they also got Frankie Montas from the Oakland Athletics. This is, oh, God, here we go. <laughs> this is going to be the happiest you will ever see, Jared Dresch, right now. Oh, yeah. The Mariners. Get Luis Castillo from the Reds. He did start today. Played very well against the Yankees while well, it's still going on. But in return, the Reds get one of the top prospects, the 18th ranked prospect, and your favorite prospect, Noelvi Marte. <laughs> they get Levy Stout, Edwin Arroyo, and Andrew Moore. Go ahead and go off on how. Go ahead. This is the. When I. When this news came out, like 10 o'clock at night, if not later than that, I was watching some racing, you know, with my family, sitting there, get on my phone, get on uh, Instagram because it's in the it's like uh, intermission. I get on there, it says something about the Reds trading Luis Castillo. I'm like, oh well, okay, who are we getting? Said so to the Mariners. I'm like, okay, I like this. No clue. I read it. I just saw the picture of. No Levy Marte, and I almost cried right there. My dad looked at me like, what is wrong with you? But I don't care, because we got No Levy Marte. And Edwin Arroyo, who's really good, too. The fact that they gave up, what, two of their top prospects for Luis Castillo, who is an average pitcher, um, 
But yet they didn't have to give these guys up when they had got uh, Eugenio Suarez and Jesse yeah. Winker from them in the offseason. Amazes me. But I know you'll be happy for a long time. Until they call him up, and he, he plays like two good years and then they trade. Yeah. So. That's what we do. That's what we're good at. Trust me. My team's the same way. The Rays get uh, David Peralta from the Diamondbacks. The Astros traded for... The Astros came in second with this trade deadline. They got Trey Mancini from the Orioles, Christian Vasquez from the Red Sox, and Will Smith from the Braves. The Cardinals got Jose Quintana from the Pirates and Jordan Montgomery from the Yankees, and thank God they traded Harrison Bader. That means they actually have single field seats. And I hope that all you Cardinals fans just cried last night when they traded Harrison Bader because you think, oh my God, Harrison's the best player. He sucks. He's on the I.L. He's trash. He is terrible. Your outfield's good enough without him. You're better without him. So I can't wait until the Yankees make him cut his hair. Can't wait. That's the deal. They can have long hair, I think. They can't have long hair. Oh, going to gross. <laughs> I can't wait. The Dodgers took a chance. They got Joey Gallo from the Yankees. The Phillies... They bolstered pitching. They got David Robertson from the Cubs. They also got Brandon Marsh and Noah Syndergaard from the Angels. So I saw it. I don't know. Why, why they trade for Brandon Marsh? They don't need another outfield. I don't know. Like but you you already have Schwarber, Castellanos, and then Bryce, and Bryce is going to be coming back in the next few weeks. Probably just like Castellanos on DH. Castellanos might be the worst outfield I've ever seen. Jordan. Yeah. Twins get Jorge Lopez from the Orioles, Tyler Molly from the Reds, and uh, Michael Fulmer from the Tigers. You happy they got rid of? Who, what what pitchers left for the Reds now besides Hunter Green? I don't know. Nick Lodolo. He's an IL. Of course he is. He should be in like single A. Hey, we did he also get Victor Acosta and the Brandon Joy trade. So we give up everything. Our present day sucks, but but our future looks good. As long as we can develop them, which we probably can't, because we can't develop a player. And your future looks good until you trade more. Yeah. Blue Jays get Whit Merrifield. Uh, this is a very weird situation because Whit Merrifield is unvaccinated and cannot play in Toronto. So uh, he did say that he would get the vax if he was traded to a contender, but he is going to have to to play for the Blue Jays, or he cannot play in home games. So for the Blue Jays, hopefully they knew that and they can convince Witt to get the vaccine, or this trade was worthless. The Braves get Rysel Iglesias from the Angels, and they also got Jacob Rizzi from the Astros in the trade that sent Will Smith to Houston. And the Marlins got Jordan Groshans from the Blue Jays. Finally, he's going to get a chance. Because Groshans is very good. And the Marlins gave up nothing. They gave up two pitchers. Yeah, Zach Gro- Pop and somebody else. Groshans is a very good prospect. He was never going to get a chance with the Blue Jays because he had Bo in front of him. And Kevin Biggio, which we're not going to go into that. Um, Kevin Biggio's good. Shut up. Kevin's terrible. I hate him when he got caught up. He's going to oh, be better than his dad, Craig. Yeah, bull crap. Kevin's so good, he doesn't even start every day for that team. Freaking Santiago Espinal is starting above him. But he is having a breakout year, though. So who... We're both going to say the Padres won the... I'm going to go my Leds. I just, I just have to for the cultural song, but the Leds won it. Okay, which contender? Leds. We're, <laughs> we're winning the World Series this year. Well, we went from last in the division to third in the division. And you're still like 20 games out of first. Okay, 
We're gonna call up Nuevi and all of them, and we're gonna win games. We're gonna go. So you're gonna call up a bunch of like 18 and 19 year olds, and they're just gonna click. Yeah. With like two months left yeah. in the season. Yeah. And you're gonna come back from being. We're gonna go undefeated games. starting tomorrow. With what pitchers? You're gonna throw Hunter Green out there every time, so then you can put up like zero runs for him while he has another good game because it's every time. Yeah. Yeah. That's why he has like two wins on the year. Yeah. So the no, Padres won the deadline. I I also say the Padres, but I'm also gonna say right there with them is like cl- not close, but right there behind them is your Nationals. I know, but you got to very that trade. I would have took that trade because I like Soto, but it takes more than one player to win a championship. And that's a, that's why I hate I hate Twitter. Somebody I love Twitter. But I also hate Twitter because every single thing I, I I'm on Nationals Twitter. I follow like every Nationals like media thing on there, and all the comments are like, "Oh, you got rid of Soto. He's a generational talent. Only 23." Guess what? You got three generational talents. He won a World Series. We now get multiple top prospects because C.J. Abrams was a top prospect. We get Mackenzie Gore, who was having a great year before he got hurt. Robert Hass was very good. James Wood, solid, and. Uh, who knows? Might be a tone that whoever that guy is good. Harleen Susan. He also looked void. If he can actually start hitting like he was with the Yankees. I mean, this is we already have a, good a pretty prospect. good prospect list. I mean, we we have a lot of good pitchers and Cole Henry, Tim Kate, uh Cade. Cade Cavalli. Thank you. I couldn't think of Butledge, his name. Jackson Butledge. Yeah. And then we also have solid Players. Yeah. Like, you got Jimmy De La Rosa. Freddie House. Armando Cruz. Uh, Sammy Infante, I think, if yeah. you still have him. I'm I don't know if he has tra- Yeah, he's very good, too. These guys, and then just with these guys, Robert Hassel, one of the more underrated players from the 2020 draft, in my opinion. Very good. Hits the crap out of the ball. C.J. Abrams, just, he's an amazing athlete. He, yeah, he didn't really click with the Padres, but he didn't get much time. And he probably didn't play a lot because Tatis is coming back, and he knows as soon as Tatis comes back, he's not going to play. And also, he wasn't playing because uh, they're one dude from South Korea. Yeah. What's his name? I don't know. Kim, yeah. something, something, Kim. Yeah. He's having a very good year. He was a rookie last year. He's having a very good year, and he was playing over him. Yeah. So. And then McKenzie Gould, I mean, he's one of the nastiest lefties I've seen in a long time. So, for Nationals fan, I, I was happy with the trade. I mean... I would take it if I was a fan. Yes, Soto is very good ball player, but he's already done stuff for your organization. He, but it takes more than one player to win a championship. And we weren't clearly with Soto and Josh Bell. Not to take anything from Josh Bell. Josh Bell's had an unbelievable year. Um, but we clearly we weren't winning anything this year. Your we're, future. We're thirty fine. games behind the Mets right now. We were not going to go anywhere. So why not just trade him? Juan wasn't going to resign anyway. I mean, he wants to be on. A you also didn't have the money to resign him. Um, yeah, but uh, I, I feel like it's more Nationals fans hate ownership and Mike Rizzo. Yeah. But Mike Rizzo should not be getting hate. It is ownership. Yeah. But if you're National fans are not happy with this trade, I'm sorry, but you're very greedy. And this is just. I know a lot of your National fans. A lot of people don't really know prospects. A lot of people don't. But I'm telling you, if you're a Nats fan and you're listening to this, your future is very bright if you keep all these guys. And I know the Nationals can develop players. They developed Bryce, who was already good, but they made him better. I mean, who else did they develop? 
Wendon. Wendon was not good when he got when he got drafted. Now look at well, he's always injured. But when he was injured, he had an MVP of two years there. And Trey Turner. Trey Turner, amazing ball player. Look at him now. One of the best shortstops and one of the most underrated baseball players in the league. Just a very good organization for prospects. And your future's bright. Just, it may not be three years. It might be five years. But I promise you, you're going to be a playoff team every year for the next, from probably about three years on, you're going to be a playoff team every year. If they all stay together and nothing goes wrong. Which is, baseball's unexpected. Strange stuff happened. So, your future's bright, bud. Alright? Yeah. I know our future's bright. Our future was bright before this trade. Yeah. This just made it better. Yeah. You just got to wait a little bit. I mean, look at me. We'll have to wait. Who knows how long to make playoffs again. But I, this all started when we decided to. But I mean, it all it all started when Bryce left. Yeah. Long. But then after that, it's just all these guys had a contract year the same year. Yeah. I mean, you can't pay that many every players. single person. And we chose Steven Strasburg over <laughs> Everybody. Anthony Rendon, which I mean – it doesn't matter. They're both IL Hall of Famers right now. So, and then I mean, I you knew this day was coming. I mean, after last year's deadline when we traded, oh yeah, Max and Trey. I mean, the only problem I have, why don't we trade Nelson Cruz? I mean, did nobody want Nelson Cruz? Probably. I mean, I mean, he's up been age. terrible. He's like a thousand years old, but he's he's still a solid player. If you could get him to, he's a, a good bat. You could get him to a. Uh, well, no crap. He's going to be the DH. We ain't putting him in the outfield. My God, every boy get by him. <laughs> and then it'd take him two years to get to the ball. So every time it got hit, you'd just be like, you'd be telling the other team's lineup, be like, just hit it. Hit it to Nelson. It's inside the parker every time. You have to give him a tank of oxygen every time he runs up to the ball after the, <laughs> the, the little ball boy out there in right field is going to be like, I got your oxygen over here. Need it. <laughs> Who was the loser? Of the oh, the loser? Oh. I'm going to say right now it was uh, – before we go into this, I'm surprised the Cubs did not trade Ian Happ yeah. and Wilson Contreras. Um, but they will next season. Most, in more than season. likely, unless the Cubs just become good, yeah. which I don't see that happening. But the loser for the contender, I'm saying White Sox. Yeah. They made zero trades. And they're not doing good. They're, they are only two games back of the Twins. Yeah. But the Twins made some good trades for pitching, What's, which they needed. Yeah. The White Sox did nothing. Didn't the Twins get a good closer? What did they get? I know he's good. They got Jorge Lopez. Yeah, he's been an amazing closer. And they already got Joe Lyon, who is a ace for them. And I've said that up for a long time. He's going to be an ace. They got some decent other prospects that they're going to bring up eventually. And then Jorge Lopez... You know he can close out games. He's been closing out games for the Baltimore Orioles all year. Didn't you also get Tyler Molly, who's had a great year for the Reds, yes. and then Michael Fulmer, if you could actually turn him around into, into one of the top prospects he was for the Tigers. Bullpen. He's not a starter anymore. He's going to be a middle relief, long relief, you know, three, four innings. I mean, he was the closer for the Tigers. He should but, I mean, that's how bad the Tigers are. Yeah. But he's a good uh, middle relief, you know. You got your star pitch that goes five innings, bring him in for six, seven innings, and maybe eight, and then go into your closing. You know he's he's all he hasn't been the same since his rookie year. Another loser is the St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah, they. I mean, you get pitching with Jose Quintana, who's had a great year. Um, Jordan Montgomery, he's okay. 
He's but solid. you had a chance to get Juan Soto, and you declined to put any of your top prospects in there. And also, they did not want to get rid because the Nationals were asking for either Dylan Carlson or Tyler O'Neill. They refused to give them one of them. So you would rather have Tyler O'Neill than Juan Soto. You'd rather have Carlson than Juan Soto. I mean, Carlson's a decent player, but what I don't get is this team they have now, this is a World Series team. They got Soto. This is a World Series favorite. This is a win-now team. This is not a future team. Because this team's old right now. Arenado, he's not old, old, but he's in his late 20s, maybe early 30s. Goldschmidt is in his early 30s. And he's having one of the best years of his career. Yeah, and yeah, your outfield's young. Yeah, Carlson, he's young. Yeah, Gorman, he's young. This team's got a mix. And Soto, I think, would be a great fit for them. I would not want to see it because I'm not a Cardinals fan. I don't want to see him do good. Right. And you also, you needed pitching. You get Quintana, who's been great. You need a left-handed pitcher. Yeah. He's been good. You also get Jordan Montgomery, who's solid. I mean, you filled the pitching things. But you failed on possibly the, one of the best players that we have ever seen in our generation. I was also surprised that they did not trade for a catcher. I mean, I know you have Yachty, and Yachty just came back yesterday. I know you hate Yachty. But... If you think Yachty's going to lead you, if you think however old Yachty's going to lead you, who can't stay off the IL right now, because who's your backup catcher? Nobody knows because you've called up like four different guys and they're all freaking dog crap. This is the chance they could have got Wilson Contreras. Yeah. And I'm telling you, if you would have got Wilson and Soto, this would be a World Series team. But you failed, and you're not going to be a World Series team. You're going to be a Division Series and lose. And all you had to do is get rid of some of your prospects. I mean, honestly, if I'm the Cardinals, don't ever want to be in this situation as a Cardinal. But <laughs> let's say I'm the Cardinals GM. Okay, I'm a win-now team. I'm looking at my lineup. Hey, you would be better than Mosey I, I probably would have. Um, so I'm looking at my lineup, all right? Very deep lineup. You know, one of the best lineups in baseball, honestly. You're missing a lefty. You're missing a good lefty. You have switch hitters, but they're not lefties. You have Arenado, right-handed. Goldschmidt, right-handed. Goldman, who I think's a lefty. Yes, he's, but he doesn't play every day, though. That's the thing. Tommy, switch hitter. Honestly, I probably want to trade Tommy because that takes away from Goldman, and Goldman, I think, is better than Tommy. But Tommy's a big part of that lineup. You have the prospects. The corners have a very deep prospect list. If Jordan Walker, Mason Wynn, who you just saw Mason Wynn in the Futures game throw 100 miles per hour through the infield. People would notice him. He's been playing really good in the minor leagues, too, since that game, since that day. I mean, there's, we got Malcolm Nunez. I, yeah, Malcolm Nunez. He's the third baseman prospect. Very underrated prospect. Very good. They got the prospects to get the win now player, which is Soto. And... You get Soto, who's only 24. He could probably play another six, seven years with your team before you sign his contracts up. And you have the money to re-sign him because guess what? Guess who's going to be retiring? Pujols, Wainwright, Yachty. Yachty. That's a big paywall. Not very smart, guys. If you're a Cardinals fan, I would be very frustrated and upset with my organization. I'm happy because I didn't get Soto. But I also would love to see Soto with them so I could see Soto every time I go to Cardinals. I, mean, I agree with one of our friends. What he put, I don't know if you saw the story yesterday, but he actually put yeah, Logan, Logan yeah. put um on his Snapchat story. Imagine taking Carlson over Soto. Yeah. So 
Hey, but guess what? They did trade Edmundo Sosa to the Phillies, so now he can snipe umps for Philadelphia if he plays for him, which he probably won't. He'll probably be in the minor leagues. But you got Jojo Romero. Who? Jojo Romero, who was a rookie pitcher. Who was a rookie pitcher last year. This year, his ERA is 15. Holy crap. Okay. What a trade. Get a. I think I'd rather have a Mundo Sosa just so you can see him snipe Ops. Oh, you made the wrong call. Oh, you get sniped in the head. Please call duty. Shot the bomb, didn't we? Huh. We should probably move on. I guess we already talked about the AL Central. That's the only basically tight race besides the AL Central which is between the Brewers and the Cardinals, separated by two games. But the Twins lead the AL Central by one game over Cleveland and two games over the White Sox. Aaron Judge, he's up to 43 homers. He's on pace for 67. Will he break 60? Yes, unless he gets haunt. He will break 60 unless he gets haunt. I don't think he's going to get to the 70. I don't think he's breaking Bailey Bonds' record of 73. But he's going to get in the 60s. If My he- question is, why do you keep pitching to him? Yeah. Because, I mean, if he... Because he's actually up the average yeah. a lot. It's no longer home run or strikeout for him. He's batting like 260 now, isn't he? Why do you keep pitching to him? I mean, for one, the Yankees have fell off a little bit because Giancarlo is out. Intentionally walking. Every time he comes up. It's kind, of, kind of mean, though. It's the Yankees. I'm pretty sure nobody cares besides other bandwagon fans. And if I hear one more person saying that Aaron Judge is going to break Barry Bonds' record... From one of you bandwagon Yankee fans, I'm gonna find you on on what you have. Maybe he does break it. I don't know. Still awesome. Also, he is MVP for the AL. It is not Shohei. Shohei's actually in the running right now. Shohei's the leader. Over He's done judge. nothing. Shohei's done nothing but wipe his butt when he craps. For one, it should be Aaron Judge then Jordan. Because guess what? If Jordan would have been on the I.L. for as long as he was, he would be having the same season, actually a better season than Aaron Judge. He might not have as many home runs, but Jordan's hitting over 300. So get off. Stop riding Shohei, please. Ride Shohei whenever he starts tonight and loses like he did last week when he allowed only two runs to the Rangers and the Angels couldn't score a run because guess what? What did the Angels do? They sold everybody. Moving on. Tony Finau, back-to-back wins. He won at the Rocket Mortgage Classic by five strokes. Shot 26 under on the weekend. Uh, the Wyndham Championship is this weekend. Tyler Reddick got his second Woo! win in the Cup Series at the Indy Road Course. A very exciting race. I didn't watch, but I did see Kyle Lawson just absolutely obliterate. Oh. <laughs> Ty Dillon. Oh, was that Austin Dillon? Ty. Uh, that was that was Blake failure, though. It was not. What was it? He missed the corner. Hendrick tore down the car yesterday and said that the brakes were perfectly fine and that there was not a mechanical failure. He just missed the corner completely. And I'm surprised, lucky that Ty was not farther into the corner because if he would have went boom right into somebody could have gotten hurt. I mean, that was that was a hard hit. That was one of the hardest hits I've ever seen, especially at a road course. He was flying. I mean, when, when he hit him and jumped the curb and all four tires came off the ground. And then also, uh, I mean, there was just, I mean, when the first corner came through, because I watched the beginning of the race before I went to work, when the first corner came through and there was like three spins, 
because people think that going into turn one, you can go like six wide. Ain't gonna work out very well. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, Kyle didn't have a very good two days because uh, he broke during the door call race, too, at, at uh, PDC. Blew a white wheel off. And then uh, Rasha Stain also got penalized. He would have finished second, but the last restart he went, and there's a. Uh, it, it was actually a smart move. It was a very smart move. But uh, there's a runoff area where you can go through turn one if you think you're going to get into an accident. He didn't even try to make turn one. He just went, came around, came out, like bettered his position by like 15 spots. And the NASCAR said, you can't do that. Didn't Bubba Wallace do the same thing? I don't know. And Bubba finished fifth. I looked in the comments, everybody's saying, but Wallace gets penalized, but not Bubba for doing the same thing. I mean, it was on a restart. Ross was on the very outside of like five wide. He was probably going to get spun. Smart move, but NASCAR's clearly stupid. Michigan is this weekend. Uh, last night, North Wilkesboro reopened, hosted their first uh, truck race. Oh, hosted a Wheel Modified race there. Uh, Ryan Newman won. They're having another race tonight. Uh, it's great to see North Wilkesboro back because that is one track that should have not been shut down. They have done a ton of work to get it back because after it got shut down and it wasn't used for like 15, 20 years, it was completely wrecked. Dale, Grown up. Dale Jr., of course, helped uh, redo it along with, uh, I believe, the Smith family who owns quite a few NASCAR tracks. So uh, this is good. It's very good. Hopefully NASCAR gets back there. Bringing back an old track. Alexander Rossi, my favorite IndyCar driver. I watched this whole race. My pick was Colton Herta. He would have won if he didn't lose the engine. It's motor blue. Yeah, or something. Something happened. Probably knocked a lot out of him. It was. He went over a curb and like the whole left rear, like something in the left rear, like with the motor, because there's something back there. It just like broke, and he just. Yeah, they tried to fix it, then they were like, nah, screw it. It's too late in the race. Yeah, it was like 20 laps of them. <laughs> they were like, screw it. So, but this is good. Alexander Rossi gets his first win in over two years. His last win came at Road America. In two years ago. Yes, 2020. Thank God, Alexander Rossi. And, of course, this uh, has a lot of good tracks coming up. Um, he will be at Aero McLaren next year in IndyCar. So uh, this could be his last win for Andretti. Of course, the Music City Grand Prix in Nashville this weekend. You get to race over a bridge. I'm looking forward to Nashville. This is the second time they've been there. It's actually a good track. It is. Uh, who is your – actually, we're going to start off first with NASCAR. Who's your pick to win at Michigan? Probably going to be a uh, basically a plate track now. High speed is going to be just like Atlanta. So track position is going to matter. I'm going to go – Kyle Busch. Still looking for a ride. Yeah. Next year. I'm going to go. Kevin Harvick wins and gets in this weekend, knocking Truex out. Oh, but it won't happen. He had a chance last week until he got spun out like yeah. three times. Harvick just has no luck anymore. Yeah. Who's your pick to win? The Music City Grand Prix. Indy call? No. F1. Yeah, I don't know. Scott Dixon, has, he's been good, but he hasn't been. I'm going to go new gone. I always pick Joseph. Every week he picks Joseph. I'm going to go. Redemption. Colton Herta wins this weekend. 
Thanks for stepping on the Hungarian Grand Prix after yet more mistakes by Ferrari. I mean, we talk about mistakes by Ferrari every week, and this is Verstappen's eighth win. Uh, Lewis Hamilton got second. Third was George Russell. So clearly Mercedes has passed Ferrari now because Ferrari drivers and their equipment and their whole team is just falling so, apart. Yeah. So, of course, the next race, it's going to be a while for you F1 fans. The next race is not until August 28th. The Belgium Grand Prix. Get almost a month off. Why a month? I don't know. I really don't. You have any other things you want to talk about? No. As always, thank you for uh, listening. Come back here next week where we will give, be giving our NFL preview. I know you're really excited for yeah. that. And that's probably going to be like the whole show next week. Yeah, probably. Because nothing else has happened in the world of sports. So thank you guys for listening. Come back here next week. Be ready for some football.